Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Have you been thinking about starting your own podcast, but just not sure where to start? Well, look no further because Anchor has you covered. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast and gives you everything you need in one place with ease of access from your phone or your computer. With awesome creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds amazing. But the best part? Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. That means stations like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. All while easily making money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app. I'll go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, everybody? Atachi266 here. Welcome back to another episode of the Gamma Games GZ Chop Shop. Guys, this week, this week is going to be good. You know why this week is good? Today's a special day, guys. It's a special day. If you go back in the podcast to the early episodes, when Gamma Games was a wee little baby, it's just starting out. We were graced by someone really amazing. I I, I would say that this this is a person who one has a great influence in my opinion on on twitch um and is very 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 entertaining very entertaining and i am very happy to be able to call her a friend ladies and gentlemen welcome back the one the only nikia nightshade Ikea. Okay, they get it. They get it. You <laughs> like my food. <laughs> <laughs> Round of applause! Yay! I was like, I was See, like, that's why you... we need a uh, sound clip. I, oh, I had it, but everybody was uh, already. Clear. You guys would have heard it. They will hear it. You guys would hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys would be like, "What's the awkward silence for?" I'm <laughs> saying it felt like awkward silence. That's why I started clapping. Dup, 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 Plus, it's good for her to return. <laughs> I'm just saying. But this is she's uh been on a little bit of a hiatus and coming back though around her favorite time of the year my yeah. absolute favorite yes. her absolute favorite when the ghouls and goblins come out and mm-hmm. she is here to tell us about horrorween now yes. i took a peek she sent me uh the links from last year i believe and I think I sent you a few, like, you it's, sent me I've been quite doing it for three years. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I must say, it is very interesting. She definitely, you definitely know how to set the mood. 
you definitely wow. know how to, set the, <laughs> how to set the mood for it um but what are we talking we, about again oh, oh let's talk, we're, talk, we're not talking about the hard week anymore oh, okay. okay right um, all that all that <laughs> but can we get it can, can you give us a little bit on, on what maybe the plan is this year can we peek behind the curtain what, what do you have in store for us this year nakia okay uh well like you mentioned i did start late uh i usually do start at the beginning of the month but there was some complications however we live in the binge world mm -hmm. so i'm gonna actually upload two episodes by this weekend so that way you know people can just binge watch instead of having to wait for everything that was a little late okay and this season i guess if that's what you want to call it um i'm actually doing each one is a, a theme so the theme this year is called welcome to hell Ooh. and oh, okay. <laughs> last, for, for context last year was um fear immersion so it was just about mostly me gaming and like all, getting into horror gaming mm -hmm. and the one before that was called asylum which was actually live on facebook and that's harder to explain yeah i i watch i watched <laughs> the asylum one and yeah. uh i was that that's the one where i was like oh okay I see where this is going. All right, I like Well, that it. was before I came to Twitch. So this is everything that I've done since then is much more. Um, I, I fine tune it for the Twitch audience. Although a lot of it I won't be able to show on Twitch because they have such strict, ridiculous rules mm -hmm. that I don't know when I'm bending them or not. So I I have to be a little bit more free because um, on YouTube I'm kind of in like a limbo with my contract. I'm a I'm a partner, but I got. I got spanked. I've been naughty. And oh. so <laughs> so I, I don't have monetization at the moment. And because of that, I'm not beholden to the advertisers. So I'm kind of like, OK, this is my chance to kind of strike and be a little, a little bit worse. Yeah. So um, this season, I am going to be diving into um, the world as it is now. And, and it's sort of. No, it is the most extreme dark humor I've ever done um, because I feel like art in general is under attack. Yeah. So from the PC culture and I am not this isn't a political thing. I just I see it, you know, as an artist, I see like you can't you can't say anything anymore. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be extremely dark. Um, and the point of the each episode is sort of showing like you don't need to wait to die to be in hell. We're kind of already there, and here's why. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm there. Okay. I understand. Definitely. I'm oh, yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. There's, there's no greater hell than North Dakota. So, <laughs> so is it going to have, like, with one of the previous ones where it was, you, like you said, you had the game theme, and then another one was uh, movie-themed. Are you going to be mixing and merging the two this time, or is this just straight from your creative mind, something completely, like, new? Like, it's not going to be games, it's, it's not going to be movies? Well, oh. I, every, okay, when I started doing it, and this took me five seconds, when I started doing it, it was literally just on my phone, and I mentioned that to you before, I mm. only did like movie reviews that was it and i was like kind of um uh, like elvira okay so that that was how it began uh -huh. so i always still uh, continue doing that on my instagram nikia nightshade my twitch <laughs> and twitter <Nikia> nightshade. <laughs> and so you can i still do the movie reviews i'll be reviewing um it part two and stuff like that oh nice but and I'm going to be gaming. I'm actually starting on Friday. I will be playing the Outlast Whistleblower DLC and a new game called Deceit on PC. Mm -hmm. So I'll be playing those. So I'll, those are still tied in. 
Um, but with uh, Welcome to Hell, the each episode is very distinct from the last, but I am playing Satan. And I have a British accent oh. um, because mm. I'm a colonizer. Oh. <laughs> of course, oh. Satan, of course <laughs> Satan's a colonizer. And, <laughs> well. And uh, each, each one... <laughs> each one tackles something different so like the first one is mostly about the world today um and social media um i don't i don't want to give away too much but uh the second one is really probably the darkest one that i'm going to do which is uh about where's the safest place to live in america so satan goes on a tour of america via green screen <laughs> and tries to find a safe place to to do her her po- uh, not podcast her her show you know welcome to hell yeah. and so it's kind of like a talk show and every time she's trying to do it she has to leave because there's a mass shooting and so that's kind of gives you an idea of where it's going so i yeah. i know how to to, to to dive into topics like that and not go too far but the point is is to make it relevant to what's going on which is that well i can't even do it over here i won't give away locations but over here because this a mass shooting and i actually um i actually was i live across the street from someone who was shot to death uh recently and i live in a lot of proximity from the shooting that happened in el paso so i'm really close to a lot of this stuff all the time so it's very important to me that i um bring it to light talk about it but also in a very dark humorous way so that way people can ingest what i'm doing okay very so, dark yes i know so, so, so is this just going to be like weekly episodes because i know you said you're you know you're going to be playing a little bit catch up so you're doing two episodes this week so is it one episode each week up into halloween and then you're gonna have like this big grand finale because the way you're describing it, it sounds like it it has like an, it, a good build up and then it would just at the end like halloween you could just drop like this big old bomb so is it like a slow burn kind of thing well it's well it, it always has been four you know four of them so one a week uh for the month of october um like i said i'm trying to play catch up so it'll be two this week and then it'll be one next week so you'll get three and you know the next seven days wow. and then um and then there'll be one more and then usually Unless I have somewhere to be and I, I don't know as of right now, I usually am streaming on Twitch for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And so it's usually, you know, in costume and all that stuff, which again, I have to be careful because of Twitch's rules. Yeah. So it's not as fun as I would like to be. Myself, <laughs> but, you know. So what got you into what, what made Halloween your favorite time of the year? Like, like what really got the bowl, the bowl, why the bowl, 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 the the idea come to be? And I want to say thank you to all of you guys for letting me come back here, by the way, before I forget, because I know I had planned with Atachi to be here and then I kind of canceled. And so I appreciate you like being cool with that because it was just a conf- just a lot going on. So I, I just want to say it. thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. And, you know, I have diva moments because I've been doing this shit for a very long time. <laughs> and uh, the reason that I started doing it was I have been away from YouTube, like t- I told you in the last uh, last podcast, that I had I took like five years off. 
So I didn't know how I was going to reintegrate myself back into doing all of this, but mm -hmm. that's something I love. That That's what I've decided from here on out. I was like, I'm not going to do what everybody expects me to do. I'm just going to do the shit I like. So I like gaming. I like horror movies. I like fucking eating cereal. And I like, you know what I mean? These are shit that I do. Like, that's what I, that's who I am. And, and a lot of the people were not like, they did not, they were like, what is she doing? She used to model and do like sexy stuff. It's like, yeah, I know, but that's not, that wasn't me. That's what I thought I had to do. Yeah. So when I came back, I was like, oh, I definitely want to do, I love like, I mean, Adam's family, Elvira, um, Vampira, Vincent Price. I mean, I could go through the list. I'm sure we're going to discuss all of those things. I hope we do. <laughs> so that's the stuff that influenced me as a child. I love my mom was like a wackadoo. She made me watch stuff like um, Count Duckula and shit like that so i don't know if you guys even know what that is but <laughs> i'm not gonna lie yeah no i know i know i know i know obscure shit so i that's what i love and um i wanted to share my passion for it because every year like i'm obsessed like i watch some of the same ones like we all do nightmare halloween you know whatever yeah i'll watch those over again and then i watch new ones and i love the shittier the fucking like Stupid. The more stupid the horror, horror, uh, horror movie is, the more I like it. See, it's not like, just me. It's not killer just me. Oh, I know, but they're like, oh, I love it. They're like, oh, this, this movie sucks. It's such bad acting. I'm like, but that's what makes it that's funny. That's what makes it. They yeah. die. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Sometimes the B rated There's ones so are the best. There's so many bad horror movies that are gems. Kevin Fever. Oh. Which one? The first one or the, the, the like two thousand like two or three one or whatever? <laughs> yeah. So that actually brings up a good topic, and I'm Brad. I'm glad that you uh, brought that up. Favorite horror movie? Your personal favorite horror movie? And don't <laughs> if it's a B-rated one, you still gotta admit to it. Don't be over here trying to hide the truth. But your favorite horror movie and why? And I'll, I'll I'll kick things off. I don't know if anybody watched it. I know uh, I've I've asked a few people, and they're they're like, oh, I've I've seen it, but it was just kind of weird. My personal favorite, and there's a close second right behind it. But the only reason it's my personal favorite is because it's multiple stories from like random people. Is the first VHS, first mm. one. I okay. like the first VHS because it took a lot for horror movies to scare me. My dad was a horror movie junkie. So for some reason, when I was a kid, he was like, you know what? I'm watching this horror movie. And his introduction of horror movies to me was it, the thing, Nightmare on Elm Street. So it was just like, if I had a fear of clowns, it was gone. Aliens gone. So it took a while before I could find a horror movie that actually freaked me out. Now, Asian horror flicks, they can be pretty doggone freaky. I mean, they get deep and dark, but... For mainstream, well, that's because they always have like creepy ass little fucking kids running around. I, uh, there's nothing creepier than <laughs> little Japanese kids up. with their fucking ghost face. Yeah, you're Fuck right. That man, you're absolutely right. If anybody actually saw the original Shutter, I have. I think I watched yeah. it with you. Yeah, the original Shutter is creepy, but I have to say uh, VHS only because it's just so amateur. But the idea behind it, behind all the stories, were just so doggone scary to me and i was like okay and that movie actually stuck with me a couple days after i watched it. i was like what did i just watch mm. so that's that's my i know a lot of people are going to be like oh that wasn't scary it was just weird it's like yeah open your mind a little bit and you'll understand why it's a little little freaky but who who who's up next who's up next i would say you know what 
I'm a, I'm because I'm looking right at <laughs> Bullet. <laughs> I'm oh, looking no, right at Bullet. <laughs> God damn. I was about to say me. Well, I was gonna say I was gonna say MD Bill Horror with Ryan Reynolds in it, but then I completely spaced out Thirteen <laughs> Ghosts. Ooh. Fucking, I, I loved Thirteen Ghosts. The back. I, I wish they would do like a Netflix series where they did a background on each one of the fucking ghosts because that'd be badass. Yeah, but but I just the whole concept of that movie and all the like how they trapped them all is pretty pretty sick. I can tell you my least favorite horror movie. Okay, yeah, <laughs> was fucking Child's Play. Oh, oh this, no! Dude, I, first, I first no no the very first one. Oh okay. I think I, think I turned that on uh, flipping through channels one night when I was like seven, Ooh. <laughs> and I had I had Ooh. nightmares of that doll running around for years. <laughs> So, so that makes it a good horror your... movie. That's why he hates it. Well, yeah, no, you should love that one. So we're bringing not, up a love and hate. Not, yep. Not with the nightmares I had. Okay, fair enough. Oh. So my favorite is Sinister, but Sinister is also why. That's a good one. Man, I saw that one with Logan at a Malaysian theater. Whoa! Oh. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> So the reason I appreciate that movie is because the whole time you're thinking, hey, what is the connection between the families? Like, who's causing all this and everything else? And they come to find out, demon possesses, a, well, seduces a small child into killing their whole family. It's always the small child, isn't it? That's also why I refuse to have a second child. <laughs> One of the three reasons that movie scared me that away from having another game. Yeah. I think, and it wasn't just you. I think, like, not long after that movie came out, there was, like, a lot of people that were, like, not having a kid and not having a second kid just because of that movie. I was like, nah, I'm that's, good. That's, that's a burn right here. So it was just like, oh, okay, that, that explains it all. Well, I mean, that kind of makes you think, like, uh, because that kind of falls in line with the the conjuring universe yeah they always and if i'm gonna be honest until the nun came out i have to say i thought the freakiest monster i guess you could refer to or demon was the nun until they did the movie and then she lost her scare factor the yeah. nun was probably the freakiest thing i had seen in a movie that had maybe the maximum screen time of five minutes of that right just her presence alone was horrifying yeah. and the conjuring yeah. did it well the conjuring did it so well because i think the elements of something that is seen and unseen is the scariest yeah because then your worst enemy is your own mind like that's when you start looking mm -hmm. in the shadows and you start making shapes in your head and you're like like your bathrobe hanging up on a hanger starts to form shape and then you're like oh, okay no more. I'm done. <laughs> I'm I can good. tell you the movie that took me years to be like, all right, cool. I know this shit's fake now. Candyman. Oh. I look, my little five-year-old ass decided, oh, let's let's go ahead and watch this for it's a little bit. It's Candyman. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. When I tell you <laughs> bees, hooks, <laughs> big-ass black dudes was not it for me anymore after that movie. Pretty good, no. like... Three years. I'm like, nah. If I see 
If I see a black dude in a fucking big ass coat, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> you saw the knees and hooks. Yo, and you to make it worse, my dad is six eight. So like, <laughs> imagine oh, what the fuck no. I felt like. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> might be the one. My dad, don't put on that. Just, dad, don't put on that trench coat. Don't put that trench coat on, Dad. Don't do. Just don't Look. do it. That man walked into the room the day I watched that movie at night, like just coming to check nope. on me. Tall ass person to me being five years old. Imagine how the fuck I freaked. <laughs> Scared of your own father. That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. That, I, yeah, no, that movie? Mm-mm. Nah, I was good for a long time because of that. Oh, man. I love it now, but. Young me, nah, fuck that. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm, negative. Nope. I, I, I could understand that. Fortunately, there's nobody tall, super tall in my family, so I was okay. I was. So just when you say when you pose the question, favorite horror movie, what exactly is that? Like, do you mean by your favorite killer, or do you mean by like your favorite movie? Like, you just you watch all the time. Uh, so what is your favorite that you watch all the time, whether it's scared you, but pretty much it sticks out to you. Like somebody says horror movie and it's the first movie that comes to your mind that you're Uh, fond of. Okay. Mm. Well, then I have to say then the most familiar to me is, um, Nightmare on Elm Street for sure. Mm. That's just, that's a classic, you know, I love, um, Robert England. I love Freddy. I not all of them are great, but that if someone always asks me, he will always be my favorite killer. I love his humor. I love his ability to do many different things. Um, that there was a creative um, element that a lot of the other movies couldn't do because their killers were limited. Yeah, um, right. they were limited to reality. And and I just have to say this because it would be I'd be remiss if I didn't, but a close second. And it's funny that he said that he doesn't like child's play because I absolutely love Chucky. <laughs> um, I fucking adore Chucky, and I did not like the new one. If you ever want to talk about that, I'll gladly give you my two cents on that new movie. Um, but I just I love I love the the actor that does the voice and the way he looked. And so yeah, those are my those are my go tos. But those they don't scare me though. The, the yeah. new one, the new one I did want to see mostly because Mark Hamill's voice so chucky. Uh, yeah, um, sounds creepy. Yeah, I mean, I'll you know if you guys want to talk about it, I'll gladly give you a non-spoiler uh, you know, <laughs> version of my opinion of it. I think it's a fair mm-hmm. opinion. I go into everything with an, a slightly open mind, so if I don't like it, it's not my fault. It's yours. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, we just fair. need a uh, we need King King Rufus's mustache oh, to give the input. Mine. All right. Well, <laughs> I've had like time to like sit here and think about all these with you guys uh, talking. So for me, I'm I'll have to go probably with uh, Evil Dead because it just oh, oh, wait the original like or the new older new one. Oh, original oh, original yes. evil Dead. Yes. Uh, and it sits it sits there for a couple of reasons uh also i love the musical of evil dead the musical if you guys haven't got a chance to go see it go see it uh anywhere that you can go see it i've never seen i've seen it probably 10 or 15 times and Jesus. Uh, oh, man. it must be good oh. the the cast i've never seen a bad cast uh do it uh, lots of fun, lots of surprises. Uh, so, 
I'll definitely go with uh, Evil Dead. I love the movie. I love the musical, and that's uh, ever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. I, I, I usually watch it, you know, once or twice a year. You know. <clears throat> yeah, Evil yeah, Dead. Evil Dead good is a stuff, good one. Man. Yeah, Evil Dead is a is a very good one. It 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 balances the scare with the comedy, in my opinion, very. I mean, very well. In in 2019, it's pretty much just a comedy. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't take away from you know the the classic cult film that it is. Yeah. So I'll go with Evil Dead. So I want to bounce back because because I felt she did have she she has her two cents on it. I want to know, Nikita, why did you not like the new Child's Play? I'm very curious on this. Am I the only one here that's seen it? Probably. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh, oh, wait, wait a minute, that movie's been out for a while, hold on. Um, yeah, I got a small child. It just, it just on the top of my list. Like a oh, couple weeks ago. Then a buddy doll. Oh, oh no. <laughs> That's what everybody sure, needs is a good guy. Yeah, wait, well, they're what? called buddies. They're actually called buddies in that movie, which is obviously like to tip their hat because back in the day they couldn't call them that because of my buddy dolls. But now oh, those yeah. don't exist anymore, so they oh, call yeah. them buddies in this. Um, with an eye because you know it's like an iPhone but but a doll. Oh, yeah, um, okay. That's my horror voice. Do you like that a touch oh, when I talk? Damn. He likes when I, I mean, talk. Um, like that. Uh, 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 I always mess with water. Water, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Dead, Dead by Daylight. <laughs> yeah, we played Dead by Daylight, and, and he's always having a couple of cocktails, if I may. Oh, yeah. And I'm always in his ear like, are you enjoying yourself, Atachi? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I, just, uh, yeah, anywho. <laughs> well, just to break up the, the, you know, running from the serial killer stuff. Um, <laughs> but the uh, the new child's play. Okay, so he said he liked Mark Hamill's. Uh, you wanted to hear Mark Hamill. Without ruining it for you, I'd say we all know Mark Hamill does the voice of the Joker fantastically. Mm -hmm. No one else ever do it better, you know, as far as the voice acting is concerned. Yeah. Um, in the movie, because I've listened to Mark Hamill my entire life playing the Joker, um, I felt like he was trying to hold back to give uh, Buddy his own or Chucky his own voice but still trying to stay on that that plateau of like, I'm an evil, sinister jokester, you know? So like, he, yeah. he couldn't go full Joker because that was already somewhere else, yeah. or, you know, trademarked. So it was always like, you could just tell he was holding back. Um, he does sing the Buddy song. Uh, I think to, I heard that in the preview. Right, he one does one. sing it a little bit in the movie, but actually you hear it in the credits, and it is phenomenal listening to him sing it. That is the best thing that happens in the whole. Sorry, the whole <laughs> thing in the in the credits is when he's singing. Um, but as far as the uh, the movie goes, well, <laughs> underwhelming. It was so underwhelming, I didn't even review it. Oh, oh. But you, but you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I and I, this can go for, in my opinion, especially now, especially with social media and how much people put into marketing. Uh, so I feel that this can go for movies, games, pretty much anything that's supposed to drive in a mass audience. When it's pushed and the the previews and the trailers, and you're seeing it so much that it's to the point where it's like, you've seen the trailer so much that you're like, okay, for me, it's like, if, if I see it enough, I'll be like, okay, I'll just wait till it comes to 
Voodoo or Netflix or whatever. Because the trailer, I feel, is, has shown me so much of the movie and all of its best points that I know the plot of the movie, I know how the movie's gonna go, and I'm like, okay, I am no longer interested in this. And to me, the more they show in the trailers says that even they know it is not gonna be that great of a movie. Well, hmm. you know, it's, it's a remake. And when you're doing a remake, you either do better or you go home. Yeah. So my whole thing is they, okay. They had a great concept, an AI robot doll going crazy, killing people and tapping itself into the Wi-Fi and doing all these things. Great concept, completely misused, wasted, completely wasted. They, they didn't like in the trailers, they show you like a drone plane. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, that's not what you saw in the trailer is what you're going to see. And so there is basically isn't... the whole movie. So, yeah. Well, no, I just meant for the drone. Just for the oh, drone. So okay. there's stuff that, that happens. There's a few good gory scenes. Um, there's there's a few good gory scenes in there. I won't ruin them for you. But, I mean, it just... With, with Hamill holding back as much as he was, and then with this, like, kid who does, was way too old to play Andy, it just did not make sense <laughs> that they had this, like teenager playing Andy it just didn't and then the mom was like a whore but not really a horror and she had like that a... was Aubrey Plaza right? I, I'm, I'm a big well, fan of Aubrey Plaza well no I mean she didn't, <laughs> play a, she didn't play a horror but like they kept alluding to it you know what I mean and then I don't know it's they, I don't think they understood the material they were working with they're like oh well we're gonna steal from this other movie but we're gonna totally change everything about it and, and it's like we can't what made that movie work was what that movie was. There was an adorable little kid who had a toy that nobody believed was alive because it was a psychopath with a sick sense of humor in it. And this that's not what this was. This was, I'm only gonna give one thing away and, and it's how the doll was made. And this is way, right in the beginning. So that's, I think is the worst thing about the movie. And then the rest of it follows like a domino effect. It's some like Vietnam, South Korean, factory worker gets mad because his boss is yelling at him and he like messes with the the malware and the software and makes it go like psycho doll and that's how that doll becomes what it is so the doll that. isn't possessed like, no like it's not possessed. no and it's not like a malfunction or it wasn't oh. hacked by like a shitty teenager oh, who's that who's mad because they've been staring at a black hole on fortnite for oh <laughs> thank I, you i just want to plug in i am laughing at everybody who is watching that black hole right now with so much I'm glee. You, they're getting ready to like hack everything because they don't have anything else to they do have nothing you know? to do so when I was on their Twitter earlier today, there were 60,000 people on Twitter watching the black hole from the Fortnite mm -hmm. uh, Twitter page. There was 600,000 on Twitch just staring at That's a black hole. That's fucking ridiculous. Just staring at it. And just waiting oh, for something to happen. If I, turn, if I turn my, my Xbox on right now and want to make uh, Ninja's page, I wonder if he's sitting there watching it too. Oh, Ninja has a whole array of things that he can play though. He, I mean, he, he can hop around. It's the ones who primarily stream it that are probably having a heart attack. Now you want to talk about a scare factor where Halloween came early. Every single one of those people <laughs> is going through Halloween right now. 
they, they they have no idea what to do with their lives and i'm just like <clears throat> so happy because i'm like for as long as this lasts whether it's a day two days a week i can go to someone and say hey i'm a streamer slash gamer and they can't go hey do you play fortnite because mm. right and now fortnite it is, a black is once hole. again lowering the bar to what people will do for gaming at this point because now it's like okay first there was you know you know i'm not a battle royale person so i don't like the whole concept of um, no offense to anybody else i just i'm not into Oh, let's jump out of a plane. Oh, I'm dead. Okay, we'll try that again. Oh, I'm dead again. You know, like and that. Like, Anytime us three play Apex. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like Apex. Let's be a fair. Little. Bullet will kill you in any game that you play. Doesn't matter what it is. He proves so. it. true. Well, I just I feel like I if I'm gonna play a game, I'd like to play it. So, but I I have played Fortnite and it, it's fine. But I just you know. The, the bottom line with them is that it's all about money and it's all about making as much money as possible off of the littlest amount of content that they can give and so the fact that now we've gone from there's no more campaigns there's no more different maps there's no i mean you know what I mean? we could go yeah. through all the things we've stripped everything out of gaming down to one map jump out kill okay you're the winner chicken dinner yeah. that's another game i hate and <laughs> And then, and then now they're just staring at a screen. They're staring at a screen. <laughs> they're not, what? no what? idea what to do this, with their lives. This is the most fun game I've ever played. Yeah. Man, I, you know, and it's it's so it's so funny because, like you said, you know what what defines a game nowadays? Like it's it's just so hard to tell because all these games come out. And like, if you look at the Twitter feeds of a lot of these, and just to give it a synopsis of literally the generation of most of, the, uh, I want to say the very active, socially active gamers, most of them are below the age of 25. Just from one tweet in a group I'm in, a guy was like, how old would you be in five years? And there wasn't a single person who said they would be anywhere near 30. <laughs> right. Most of them are like 25, I think the highest they would said was 27. So that already tells you well, something Tachi, right you there. Well, you fucked them, bro. <laughs> I didn't even put. I didn't even put how old I'm gonna be in five years. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna let this one. I'm, I'm gonna like I'm it and leave it alone. I'm <laughs> not even gonna touch that one, bro. I'm leaving that one alone. But don't feel bad. I work around 17 and 18 year olds all the time. <laughs> well, the I have to is, teach 17 and 18 year olds. They're under the idea that these kind of games these incomplete games these battle royale incomplete. games are what is gaming like that's if it's not that then they're like it's literally come down to bro do you even fortnite it's like no that's no that's not a game that I, is a I pastime i don't even know what you call that i only got hooked on that for a little bit because i played it with my ex and her kids for a little while and i remember yeah. That, that was the only time I played it. The only time I bought the, bat, the season pass for it, and that's it. See, only one. And the only reason, and you guys know this, the only reason I play Apex is because you guys play Apex. When you guys aren't playing Apex, I'm probably not playing Apex. I don't play Apex by myself ever, so... Yeah, I... Because like I'm trying to battle, battle pass worth it. See, and that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, I don't like the mentality behind it because, it, yes, it's not pay to win, but it's pay to look good. Why yeah. does that matter in a video game? See, that's never like made sense to me at all. Because as you guys know, I have never played a single battle royale game. Like, 
Well, that's because you're Never. stuck on your GameCube and shit. Still. I was about to say, have you got? You? I love my GameCube. <laughs> I was you about to say, you the GameCube. Game I, I don't have, I don't have a problem with it. I kind of wish I had one. Yeah, everybody wishes that they had one. Or kept. I mean, it. I still have one. I just have don't one. know where the hell mine is. You always at. wish that you had it hooked up, like I do. Yeah. I mean, whenever you come over to my house, you play GameCube, dumbass. <laughs> I mean, I you could have a mini, but whatever. What? I kind of want a Sega Mini. I got a Sega Mini. It's Do you like it? I haven't, I haven't had a chance to. I personally to like it. Play yet? Uh, I personally I, like I, it. I hacked my, I hacked my Super Nintendo Classic. I put a bunch of games on it, and my brother. See, that's, oh, the, that's the beauty of the, of the SNES, uh, the SNES Mini and the NES Mini is basically all they did was give you a really good emulator that mm -hmm. you could hack with mm -hmm. very little skill. Very, very, very <laughs> simple program. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's a very simple program that they got on it. Right. No, it's 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 beautiful how easy it is to make it into whatever you want it to be. But if you really think about it, a lot of the old consoles were more. I want to say whether by design or it was just because of the times, they had a way more open-minded concept, where you know. If you had a game, you could probably build a game for those consoles and put it on the market. I mean, it was it was so much easier, I think, back then to to make a game and get it to the masses or build up a collection of games as the times went on. Now it's all like exclusive this and, uh, you know, oh, we don't want to we, we don't want to make these certain things. And then developers are like, well, you guys are pushing VR and we don't want to do VR, but just to get a deal with you, we got to throw a VR level in there. So it's like on both fronts, it's just a mess in my personal opinion. It's just a big hot mess. And where Battle Royals probably came from, it was like somebody sat down one day and was like, okay, how can we as the developers make money? You as the company supporting us make the money you want back. We don't have to do all the work you want and drive everybody you know insane and goo goo gaga and i think that's when battle royales were born because if you look at fortnite it covers all the basics that the modern generation loves pretty bright colors the new hippest dance moves and yet you throw in just enough to make the person feel that they're super strategic and super smart well i think it's well, they had that dance party too they had that dance party with um marshmallow whatever the fuck his name is i don't know jeez the, oh, yeah. the dj yeah, yeah, they, they, had, they a had a live dance party and then everybody came and then they were all dance and and he's DJing and I'm like, That's you know, they weird. You yeah, can sorry. go to those, right? <laughs> wow. They, they had they had a little event where you had to. I remember it because I was watching the kids play one time, and they had like posters of marshmallow dance party posters in the in the map that you had to go find. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what it, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. you got invited to the, the, the dance party. And the thing is, is that I get when you're a child or a teenager and you want to go into these fantasy worlds where you're doing, well, not even fantasy worlds, when you're in these interactive, you know, multiplayer platforms where you're engaging with lots of people. I get that because maybe you, first of all, can't drive. Maybe <clears> you have a curfew, whatever, right? So this helps you kind of be more free. Problem is, is that while they're dancing in their um, Japanese schoolgirl outfit and having a good time <laughs> next to someone else, this is this girl's like 
10 and this guy could be like 45 and we're all hanging out here and we're yep. chatting and dancing and I'm like okay that's great I guess but I've, I've mentioned this before I always feel like there need what they need to work on as developers is okay all of us I don't think anyone here is under the age of 21 I would assume so <laughs> we're all we're all gamers for a very long time and we're not getting any younger but we still love to game so they need to cater not only to that the i guess the growing senior population <laughs> oh, oh boy <laughs> but, you bring up also, a good point right they need to they also need to put us somewhere because we right. can't keep hanging out with five-year-olds no so, and you bring up a good point because my dad's 63 and my dad still games regularly like right. quite a bit and and there are people his age and you know definitely like i know all of us or most of us were in our 30s uh <laughs> somewhere in there <laughs> nikki i have no idea how old you are <laughs> well according but, to her stream she held up a candle and the number on it was zero <laughs> so all right so i'm gonna celebrate ask the my birthday during the blood moon Oh, yeah. And you don't want to be there when I do that, so <laughs> that's all you need to know. Take, take right, that okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but, no, you you make a very good point that gaming is for everyone now. Not to sound cliche, but it it really is because if you think about it, people that are basically up until they're in their early fifties have had games their entire life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. But yep. there, it, it's coming down to the one thing, and we all know what the, the real reason is. It's coming down to money, and they know that our generation and older aren't going to fall into the pitfalls of the new trends because we know well, no, because I before. buy four games a year, and, and everybody knows this. <laughs> <laughs> he gets his four, four games for the systems uh, about four generations ago. Keeps no, no I buy four new games every year. Now, the vintage collection. Uh, that can... Do you keep that in a in, a, in like a case in the basement for you know tasting or? Oh, the vintage. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I, special I special play, times only. I play I Whoa. play retro games on the regular. Like I like to like rotate it like every month. Like right now I have my GameCube like set up to one of my CRTs here, and right now I'm playing like uh, Star Wars Rogue Leader. Tony Good Hunter game. Uh, Time Splitters 2. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of what I got going on. Uh, look, just on... look for Day of Reckoning on, on eBay. Yeah. Day, I love Day of Reckoning. Yeah. I think that was the last so, time I played a wrestling game. You know, and I, like, and like earlier today, I told Greg, I put it out to all you guys, like, I got some feelers out there for a couple of games that I would want. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You know. And, that, so, and and it's it's and I'm always on the hunt for stuff. It just I, sucks I think that's that it's so fading. It. it just sucks that it's a fading thing, and it's like they're trying to speed up the process of like fading these things out. Like, okay, you know, what's the big next? What's the next biggest cash grab? Like, we still have our games that are coming out, but the ones that keep coming out, it's our generation that's making them. Well, I, I if I could, I have two things I wanted to to touch on to get your opinions. Um, one of the things you said, Itachi, was about how this they're catering to the younger generation that want flashy colors and to impress people with their skins and stuff like that. And the thing is, is that's why they're not catering to adults because we're fine with who we are. 
So I'm like, look, I'm going to shoot you with this gun, whether it's leopard print <laughs> or it's blue or whatever it is. It's not going to yeah. make a difference. You're still going to die. You're still going to die. So we don't care about <laughs> yeah. shit like that because, well, I mean, most adults, we try to do the bullshit show of impressing people in real life. So mm -hmm. we don't really need to do that on the game. But kids, they don't have anything else to work with. So I think that's why they cater that to them. But right. the... <laughs> But the other thing is, um, you were saying about how they're still giving us our games. So one of my games was Gears of War. Oh, and yeah. I love playing Gears of War. The trilogy is always going to be the best. And then I don't mind the ones that followed. But this one that just came out, Gears 5, which is no longer under the franchise title of Gears of War for a very particular reason. Yeah. Um, it, it went to show you how they're kind of like, all right. I get it. You're not 25 anymore, but you know, you might still be interested in this by name branding. So we'll, you know, come play it. We still yeah. call it years, whatever. But when you get here, Eh, you're mostly going to be playing Sarah Connor and shooting at the Terminator. So is it Gears? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what my problem with Gears 5 has been. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's not a terrible game, but to me, there's almost like no point in naming it Gears. Or having it follow the franchise. You could have literally made a brand new game, have similar concepts of that game, and flesh it out. Right. But for some odd reason, like, hell, even the. I was just amazed at how many skins they put in the game, like, right off the bat, not even, what? like. Marketing. Just... I know but it's they marketing. They took out but... the loot boxes, too, so you can't even earn anything anymore. There's no. Well, the last game. You, they had like loot drops and you could buy loot boxes and open mm. things and like earn it very slowly but you could earn now it's like no you, you, gotta nah, buy you, it. you can you just can, have it this or buy it yeah yeah and that's and you know <clears throat> i know there's other companies but the one that comes to my head is the flagship that said that led the way for this where other developers are starting to just trickle in behind even though they caught so much shit for it they're like Ooh. yeah can i make a guess on who this is yes make a guess is it EA? Yes, exactly. <laughs> they sorry, are the, we all knew like it was they are the, But they are just, they're on the flag. They're literally the flagship. Look at how much shit they took. How many times we the fans have said, "Stop it! We don't want this. Stop doing it." And they kept going, "Uh, okay, we'll lower it in price." A little bit. We won't give you any more. We won't give you any more, but we'll lower it. But guess what? We're still going to do it because that's what we want to do. And now all the other, you know, and the thing is, it doesn't help because then people cave. They get in and they're like, well, I guess this is the way it is. And you, you sit down. If you sit down and you actually do the math from the moment you bought the game, it's like, OK, I spent fifty nine ninety nine or 60 plus dollars to buy this game. This game is in my hands. From the moment I get home, I remember the days when I bought my Nintendo 64 game. As soon as I got it off the shelf, got it in my bag, got home, opened it up, put it in my console, boom, game's fired up. What I got in that console, that's mine. That's the game. It's done. No DLC, no battle pad. That was it. Beat it, and you best believe I'm starting it over on hard and beating it again. Right. Now, you go home, you put that game in, day one update. For what? All right, all right, all right. It wasn't. It so wasn't. I know. I know we've had this conversation before. Now, I will say this about the whole day one update and constant updates and all that. 
I don't agree with battle passes. I don't agree with any of that shit, right? But day one updates, I can kind of see where they're coming from because of the fact how much data they put behind one disc. Any little thing that happened during that beta trial era that they were having and going along with the internet and how easy it is to hack things now in the video game industry, any little disturbance in that game could crash a whole system. Think back to Anthem. I still hate you, by the way. Think uh, back to Anthem. I like to give the benefit of a doubt in my defense because sometimes you find a diamond in the rough. And what is I? Here's the thing. I just feel that they didn't get the love and support they deserve. Am I excusing Bioware for dropping the ball? No. But I feel that they hit a serious wall once they said there was no PvP focus. That just blew people's minds. A game with no PvP? That's not a game. And it's that's like... fine with me. That's... Dude, like... Right. It's fine with me. It's absolutely fine is, with me. The problem is, though, with video games nowadays, if you don't have that aspect where, hey, just in case something could happen to this game and um, some kind of data crash happens... Because it's not like, hey, let's pop in this cartridge and call it a day anymore, right? Everything's connected to the internet. It's just well, you know, crazy. I'm gonna say I would totally take that into reason, and I do want to before I get onto that one thing, I want to kind of come back to the uh, the anthem thing because another one of the big gripes that they had bringing it back to something Nakia mentioned earlier about skins and people caring about what it looks like. One of the biggest complaints people had and why they bashed Anthem so much was just because the guns weren't super cosmetic. And Not their functionality, stupid. but because they all looked the same. And I'm like, who cares? The thing that really was making Anthem stand out was your armor. Right. That's what was the important part. How you played the game, your armor, the abilities you gave yourself. But they were so upset that the guns weren't cosmetic. That was like one of the biggest things. All the guns look the same. Okay, but how about that way they handle? How about the way they kill? The purpose of the gun. That's that's like saying like the whole functionality. <laughs> the whole functionality. Right. Could you guns look the same? They kill the same. Could you imagine how much we get accomplished if like the army worried about cosmetics on their guns? <laughs> I mean, um, I'm just saying. It already doesn't get a lot accomplished. So, so you really want to go that far? So now, if you throw cosmetics in there, oh man, right? But, but like, there's some companies though. I will say have gotten better, right? Capcom, for instance, Capcom has pretty much reversed a lot of their bullshit tactics that they had going from like 09 to like. 2014, 2013, 2014. Because remember how greedy Capcom used to be. Fucking everything had DLC. Come to find out, DLC was already on the disc day one, but Locked. they had a paywall to unlock yeah. it, right? Like Street Fighter Cross Tekken. That huge ass paywall they had just so that you can buy the characters that were already on the disc. So I have a question, and I want to pose this question to everybody, and and this is my personal opinion on it, and I want to see what everybody's opinion on it is. With the regards to certain ones backpedaling, for example, like Capcom, uh, I think the reason they backpedaled, and the only reason they backpedaled, is because they had to look at who their audience was. If you look at a lot of the games that Capcom releases, can you realistically 
see a majority of those players being 15 and under. Street no. Fighter, definitely Street not. Fighter, no. Definitely not. No, that's Even a legacy. Yeah, I'm thinking Man, that they. Mega Man, maybe. No, not even. Dude, not even. Fuck no. Yeah, definitely not even because but, even. I think most of what Capcom is putting out is mostly people are sequels. You know. Yeah. Yeah, sequels yeah. to games that we loved as kids. So then they. Mega realized... Man 11 was a huge hit for them, and Mega Man 11 was a sequel to the old Mega Man games. Yeah. Capcom has yet to put out a brand new IP in recent years. I think their last new IP might have been Azora's Wrath. Yeah, so I think they realized that who their main source of income was, was us. And we were paying for the games. We weren't buying them for our kids. We weren't buying battle passes for our kids. We were buying them for us. And we weren't going to fall for that shit because we were like, no, no, no. We know how it is. We know how it was. I'm not paying for oh, that. They can't wait for us to die off because we do know how it was. Exactly. Yeah. That's why they don't. They're like, oh, go away. Don't keep reminding them. Yeah, you know, I, I, I they, agree. They don't want us to think like that. But if I can bring us full circle, one of the things I love about horror games is there isn't that dependency. Well, uh, Dead by Daylight is dependent on the Internet okay. and skins for sure. But right. but I mean, for instance, like the ones I'm going to be playing, well, the one like Outlast, although there's a DLC, um, the game was a little cheaper, so it's not so bad, I guess. Um, and and even in Dead by Daylight, I like that I can play by myself. I'm not required. Like uh, you were saying earlier, you know, oh, I only play Apex if you guys are on. And so it's like with Dead by Daylight, it doesn't feel as taxing. As games like that, because it's like, all right, I'm gonna try to, set, you know, live, save myself, whatever. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is, is that you, when I play the game, there's a lot of animosity, and I, and I never saw this before in gaming until more recently, because you get these people who are like, why didn't you do this for me? Oh, why didn't yeah. you do that for yeah. me? You're supposed to do this. It's like, who are you? I don't know you, bitch. I don't have to do shit for you. <laughs> why didn't you so stop like, everything to save this, me? <laughs> this privileged attitude where they're like, you let, I died. I don't even want to play this game because I died. It's like, uh, he's a serial killer. We're going to die a couple of times. Just enjoy the game. That's what's going on. I mean, you know, that's what it is. And they, they can't even enjoy what they're doing anymore. They're like, I need the best skin. I need to look yeah. the best. You know, Apex, the one thing I... At first, I liked it, and then later, I loathed it, was how they have the banners with everybody up there, the top three people, and they're like, uh, look, they're on the banner. Look how special you are. You're in the winner circle. You're so special. You're just here's a gold star. For you. <laughs> and it's I like think they, that banner's a trap, personally. Well, yeah, it tells you who to go after. Mm-hmm, yep. And... and it's it's this conjoling it's this like coddling of of these the people and so you know i i mean i'm not gonna keep sitting i'm not gonna go on and on and whatever about it but i will just say that you know i've talked about this with many people between the ages of i'm gonna just stick with 25 and up and they're like okay i'm gonna just start weeding out what games i'm gonna play and what i'm not gonna play and even though i love this franchise they're going down this soulless pit of you know money pit i'm not following them and so i'm gonna keep giving money to the companies that are doing it right so that that will send a message to the triple a devil you know 
gods, whatever, that um, hmm? were... <laughs> that, 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 Someone that say gods! You know? But, but know that no matter what the whole group of us do, there are still 60,000 people sitting on Twitter watching a black hole. They're watching that black hole. It's, it's actually right. up to 65,000. I was just checking just a little bit ago. I think I saw it That move. makes me want to cry moved. on the inside. And it's just sad. It's, 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 it's really crazy, sad. Man. That, like, I don't know. I don't get it, but maybe I'm just old. <laughs> That's but okay, no, buddy. I think, like, uh, like that is less productive was... than anything I've ever heard. It's also people's attention spans. Mm. Right. Yep. You know, like uh, we were talking about this either last week or two weeks ago, where people just don't have the good attention, like a, a strong attention span to mm -hmm. put, you know, a lot of time and effort into a game. You know, like uh, when we were kids, it, like think of some of those platformers. Kids today would rage quit so fast. Oh yeah! If they had to play, uh, like Mega Man, and, old and, Mega Man or Ghouls and Goblins. Yeah. Yeah. No. You, Le uh, Legend just, of Zelda. Oh, mm -hmm. Fuck the Water Temple. <laughs> oh man. Try to beat Shao Kahn on hard. Oh no, man. I mean, that used to be a for me. So I didn't beat Mortal Kombat two until I was twenty four years old. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, uh, I mean, obviously I had taken some bro. time off, but I like I um, I downloaded it for uh, like when they, they put it on 360 arcade. Mm -hmm. And when I beat it, there was like such a moment of accomplishment oh, I get in it. my life. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. You know, uh, that, it, that had I'm never... a fighting game junkie, so I couldn't do that. If I ever had a moment where I couldn't beat a boss in a fighting game, when I first picked it up, it would it's hurt. Back to it would crush my soul, bro. What I feel is happening, and it's a slow, very slow burn. Uh, they are, does anybody ever remember? I don't even know if I'm saying the title right. It used to be like for the little football, like I think it was called Tiny Tykes, where it was like the dads were like, they put their sons in football and it was pretty much Hell's Kitchen for their, their oh, sons. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. What is this? Yeah. What are you... it's it's old, it was old. Yeah, it was like Tiny Tykes or something. And pretty much it followed like these kids that were like maybe 10, if that, and their dads putting them on their like school football teams and stuff. And it was just showing like how seriously their parents were pushing them to be great football players and like how stressful and stuff it was. And what I'm thinking is happening is we are literally, if at all, five years away from video game versions of that. Because what a lot of these games are, like I say, catering to is PVP and esports now being seen as an official sport. Video games now being oh, seen past, as official. Oh no, we're past that. You didn't see the uh, the Fortnite thing? No, the, the if, it's, championship. if it's Fortnite, Honey. I don't watch it. <laughs> there was a I, well, I didn't see it, but I watch. I watch a lot of like news specials, comedy specials. Like I, I like from the Daily Show to whatever, late night, everything I consume. Mm -hmm. so they'll show you stuff that maybe you're not looking up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so one of the things they showed was how uh, gaming um, 
is a profession because you know that's a surprise to people mm -hmm. and so they have these kids and this kid who won Fortnite, i think last year it was in i'm not kidding a football stadium and it was packed oh yeah and, oh yeah and, and his mother and father were right there and i'm like oh you know they were like here's the money for this here's the money for that you know go ahead oh we'll we'll do your homework for you just just finish yeah. the game you know what i mean <laughs> Take i mean care of us. There. i mean he's making them millions of dollars this kid i don't know him by name but i'm sure he's a streamer as well and so that five years no we already passed it we're already there they're already doing it there are people paying people to tutor their kids to now that i didn't know about fortnite. they're they're I, playing fortnite coaches but that's like you know yeah like i knew league of, i know like you know league and stuff but it wasn't it wasn't it, the battle royals because for some reason and i think it's just with shooters it's like a faster return than something that's strategic like league of legends because technically i mean league of legends has been doing it for years uh, and most MOBAs have been doing it for years, but it just kind of like flew under the radar. But with like shooters, it's just like, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's reflex, it's map, like, it's, it's strategy. Like, yeah. And I'm like, yes hey, and on. no. Right I'm like, it's, it's, it's yes and no. But for the, for the most part, it's, uh, it's just a fast, it's a faster return on it. It's a faster return on it. And simple. Because once again, coming back to the attention span, it's like when we were talking about, I think we were talking about last week where we said, if you don't catch someone's attention within like the first 30 seconds, if that, in a YouTube video, right. you've already lost them. Right. So it's the same thing. It's like people, why the whole dropping out of a plane, landing, insta-kill. I mean, it's people that I feel have very little patience. They're the ones that are just like, perfect, perfect example. Sorry to throw you under the bus. Bullet. <laughs> yeah when Sorry. when we have him as medic usually the medic is supposed to break up the rear but when he gets going and he's we hit the ground and it's like all right we got a strategy we got where's bullet where's bullet <laughs> bullets at the well, bar bullet, well, i wish he was at the bar this guy's already found a gun fight like two seconds after well, landing. Here's, here's my oh, problem. Are we talking about the bullshit here's, of bullet? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, you picked up on that quick. <laughs> well, well here's, here's my thing, though. I can't really bring up the rear on Apex as a medic because we usually get caught from behind a lot, too. You're just a magnet for trouble. That's the only reason. You're just a <laughs> magnet for trouble. Down Coming, Coming down, down the hill. On me, on me, on me. The words you never want him to say. Oh, yeah, the chaos he got us into. Jesus, you guys are nah, playing. let's talk about Borderlands. Oh, <laughs> no, oh, he's like out here wrecking helicopters. Uh, there's like, you know, you, you guys ran a truck and bullets like, oh, wait, there's motorcycles over here. Go <laughs> get those instead. But, you know, but with him, it's 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 humorous. It's humorous. It's like, you know, he just had a moment. He's a, for at least with Bullet, he's enjoying the game to its fullest, even if it gets the rest of us killed. But for everyone he else, landed right in the middle of like oh a my God. Of, like, he, death. He really did. <laughs> he really did. He just lands the helicopter. Well, I bam, did, right I in did, the enemy camp. In my defense, in my defense, wow. I did not know that that was a mission where the, the checkpoint was going to be a battle. Uh-huh. I, I thought it was like something we had to pick up or something. Yeah. Well, you were wrong. <laughs> you were wrong, sir. As soon as I got out of the helicopter, we're getting shot we're at. We're getting shot at. He's just, yeah. Like, oops. 
But with everybody else, and, and I want it once again to our younger gamers, it's not so much like, oh, I'm enjoying the game fullest. It's like, I want to get in here. I got to kill these people. I got to get these scores. I got to make myself look great because I intend to be the next Ninja, Tfue, and Shroud. I mean, don't be Tfue. He likes to say, never mind. I can't well, say it. Yeah, we, we, we know. Yeah, yeah we know. It's we a know. word I like to use frequently, but. Which I have the skin tone for. I have been wanting oh. to ask, and I'm actually. <laughs> right, I was gonna say right, <laughs> I, I no. have wanted to ask, and I do want Nakia's opinion on this. The changes that Twitch has brought for affiliates. Yay, my favorite topic. Talking about Twitch. <laughs> Twitch. Yay. I personally believe that they are in a mist of scouting, which is why they are bringing up all of these new perks for the affiliates also as a way to kind of kick the partners in the butt because a lot of them have felt that they've been untouchable which let's be realistic some of them still are that that's never going to change but i like to think <laughs> i like to think on a slightly positive aspect that by giving the affiliates more power they're probably trying to quickly rectify the shit storm that a lot of their partners have stirred up um what do, what do you think about their their little changes? I, I want to give them the benefit of a doubt and say it's it's good. I just want to see how long it lasts. Like, as soon as they find their next ninja, are they going to take away the ad revenue from the affiliates and change their whole creative, you know, oh, now it's easier to be discovered and, you know, people don't have to scrape the bottom of the barrel? Because there's so many people that just get lost because of the number game. As somebody who's been through this before on YouTube and you know going through it again. Oh, and by the way, please go to my YouTube channel, Chase Me Baby, all one word. And I'm and I'm actually plugging that because it's important because I'm trying to re-monetize my channel and I need 1,500 views as of today on any of my videos and it will re-monetize it. And the reason I'm saying that is because it's the same thing they're doing on Twitch. I watched them do seven years ago on YouTube. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't have a bell, but if I did, uh, ding, ding, this is the death mill for any new people coming through into Twitch. That's what they're doing. They're closing the window very quickly for any new people to become affiliate. They stopped you being able to lurk. They stopped you being able to mm -hmm. open tab lurk. Yep. And so what they're trying to do is, is and fair enough but they're trying to do is say okay who's really getting views and who's been faking a certain amount of their views yeah. they're trying to close the gap and how easy it is for people who are trying to get affiliate so they're going to raise the bar on what that level of um things you need to secure so you won't just need 50 you'll probably need like 500. i mean as long as they can stop a rock from making affiliate <laughs> that still bothers me. Uh, I, I, I did you mean... did you know about that, Nikki? <laughs> the rock that <laughs> there's a rock that made it for. I, I I get what they're I get what they're trying to do with the whole. But the thing is, with the lurking, I mean, there's people that are like you know they turn on their friends and they're cooking or something or doing something in the background. And what Twitch wants is they want everyone who's watching you to be super duper glued to you, like not doing anything else they've got to be watching 
you and super active and they're no i don't i don't think that no i really don't think they care about that um and this is from a business perspective and i'm not just disregarding what you're saying i actually don't think they care about that what they care about is uh they don't want to have to keep doing ach payments to a billion people on the planet so they're trying to limit how many people they're going to be giving money to they want to be like look we can't have all these people's bank accounts because now they're responsible for all access i mean if they get hacked think of all of the people that are going to get screwed from that so they really have to minimize who they're paying and the other thing is is that they they do want to limit how many people can be affiliate because as they are switching gears i don't know if you've seen the new ad but there's a new ad and it's like this is twitch it's everything it's everything we're gonna do this oh we're gonna have that oh we didn't do that yet but we're gonna do that too and (laughs) and it's like this you have to see it it's the most sickest promotion ever because it's supposed to be funny but essentially he lays out their plan to basically have to run everything to stream like youtube to stream like netflix to be the next everything hub like facebook that's what they want and that's where they're going and so in order to do that like youtube they have to systematically get rid of first and foremost small streamers they don't want to pay for people who don't stick to what the advertisers uh think is um profitable and also um their ideology right so so a girl like me who says whatever the fuck she wants and wears a low top (laughs) they're not gonna like me so much in a couple more years because they're not gonna want girls like that there um unless you are catering to a specific base so if you're you know victoria's secrets ad on the bikini uh channel whatever that is that's fine but i don't do that so that you're gonna have to be very careful as gamers because they're trying to get rid of that as well they're shifting the gears towards um, more corporate streaming and big names are going to be the ones that are left standing. I'm telling, listen, I'm telling you from experience. I-, I watched what they did to YouTube. YouTube used to have, um, oh my God, so Their many creators. used to be huge and they used to have so much stuff. Now it's all about their personal YouTube shows. Well, if you, yeah. if you remember, you know, everybody's different ages here, but let's, just think back 10 years ago you used to be able to go on youtube and watch parody videos and like crazy shit and you'd see all these people you never known you didn't know who they were and it was funny and it had like millions of views you don't see that anymore what let me ask anybody in the room do you guys ever go and be like oh i want to look up a parody video or this and that you pretty much go there and you watch either reviews or you watch corporate run programming whether it's ign or some comedy thing or hbo that but that's not what youtube was and that's not what that's not how twitch started but that's where it's going yeah right yeah because i know (laughs) youtube is a completely different world than what it was 10 years ago like Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's not now it's namesake of why it was i do a lot of home diy projects and stuff like that and if you can't find out how to do it on YouTube, it cannot be done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, like I mean, I learned how to replace all my soft, um, all my soffit and fafa boards on my house from YouTube videos. Right. Which is like, that wasn't there ten years ago. Yeah, and that's and or and, if and, or and, if it and, was, right. it was like one guy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was, but now there's. I mean, there's a whole like world of YouTube of that you can pretty much find anything that you want to find. But 
no, the the parodies and the skits and things like that, you really don't see them too much anymore. You have to actually know the person that you're looking for for those parodies or skits. Yep. Know that right. comedian, right. and even then, if that comedian, comedian doesn't have that's a, a very good point. comedians, yeah. If you, they don't have a high fucking subscription count, it's still a pain to get them to constantly put out um, videos for revenue. Like, um, well, that's... and it's also like you, you know, you hear a lot of content creators on YouTube are saying, like, even though you're subscribed and you get the note and you hit the notification bell, I still don't get notifications for like half the people that I have subscriptions and notifications for, or yeah. like right. you have um, to like, there's a comedian I like, Clayton Thomas, where he's voiced about it. He was like, Hey, you have to like, subscribe. And click the bell. Yeah, click the bell. They always say click the bell have, for notifications. <laughs> yeah. I think the bell doesn't work anymore it. unless you're like, if you skip one or two videos, YouTube's algorithm is just not going to show it to you anymore. Right. So, like, I watch a lot of uh, woodworking videos because that's what I do a lot of in my spare time. And I took a little break for a little bit, which also meant that I stopped watching videos on like woodworking techniques and stuff like that and now it's just like nothing but nfl season stuff because I that's what i was gonna I... say porn <laughs> <laughs> i mean we all know that, that, that you it, don't go to youtube it. for that I mean, you could you but... can they have it people get yeah it but it it's not nearly as easily accessible no, as no. other places <laughs> on the internet <laughs> No, it, it, it's a problem, and, and the thing is, is that, and, and you're right, they do hide them, and another thing, they do hide comedians, and that's why, like I said, I'm, I'm diving into dark comedy for the season of Halloween, because it, like, I watched Dave Chappelle, I don't know if you guys saw it, I... I watch it because I don't like just seeing everybody's opinion online. I, mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, I'm getting everyone's opinion. I'm like, fuck. All right, so I watch it. I watched him, and there was another guy, Dion. I can't remember his last name. Who just had a new comedy special on Netflix, and I can't remember his last name. And he was. I know who you're talking about. I just can't think of his name. Oh my god, he was way better, better than Dave Chappelle. He he taught he touched on all the same topics that Dave Chappelle touched on, but with mm -hmm. way more tact and grace, and it was hilarious. And Dave Chappelle was more like the Chappelle show right now. <laughs> oh, well, Dave Chappelle, like he, um, his, his thing was more like an a angry old man. It, like, he, I wish he didn't come off like that because I like him, but it was definitely like, fuck you, you know. It was like just he was miserable the whole thing. But it was there were parts of it that was funny. But the thing that I agree with him about, and I and I got what he was doing was. He basically was like, I don't give a fuck what you people say. I don't care what you do. You're not going to stop me from saying what I want. I'm not going to, you know, coddle you anymore. And so that's the problem is that YouTube was like, oh, well, we'll just make you not exist. And that's what they've done. So anyone that you, maybe you can't think of them now, but if you dust off the cobwebs, people you used to watch on YouTube, they didn't just stop putting out content. They stopped because they weren't making money and they were yeah. being hidden. And so... That's what you're going to see. And, and I want to say this because I think this is important for you guys about Twitch. Um, about four or five days ago, there was a viewer apocalypse. I don't know if you guys saw that. It was everywhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody had <clears throat> zero, zero views. Everything had zero views. And, and I was actually watching someone stream when that happened. And I was like, why does it say you have zero views? I'm watching you. 
there's like four people chatting. This makes no sense. So I scouted and I looked and looked on Twitter, uh, Twitter, and I saw the apocalypse was upon us. And what it was was when they did that update and they changed the layout and they did the things Itachi brought up earlier about all the different you know changes they made. One of the things they did was they were trying to cull the herd and stop the tickers being too high for people who were small streamers. But whatever they influenced, whatever worm that they put in the system to do that, it ate the whole system. Mm-hmm. And the best, yeah. the best thing about that apocalypse, I was telling the the guy, was that they probably took that thing right out because they're like, nope, because mm-hmm. if that if it's gonna eat the whole system you know whole then they can't have it in there so it could be promising that that happened because maybe they won't keep trying to steal people's views like they were doing but i have noticed people who generally and i mean even partners who have like maybe 900 viewers a night lately had maybe like five i've seen people who usually have like 100 have like 50. so since the update it's definitely lowered the count on people and i don't know if that's true or not like we don't even know see i would go with the fact of it being with the fact of it being true and and the reason i say that because i was one i was joking i said but that apocalypse happened i said if you were thinking about streaming on twitch that was the perfect night to jump on because it was a level playing field viewer count wise straight across the board nobody can tell the difference so so that was probably the the perfect time to to attempt it Oh, mm-hmm. oh! Uh, b- before we forget, the comedian that you guys are looking for is Dion Cole, uh, Cole Hearted. Uh, yeah. Okay, thank got you. Got it. But sure. I'm thinking that yes, I also believe that they're <clears throat> trying to reduce numbers. Uh, on the flip side, and this is me cutting them very little, and, and this is me seriously cutting them like the smallest bit of bail on it, like paper thin. Oh, you like that term now, huh? (laughs) Paper-thin bail on this one. Uh, I think it also is working in the opposite way as well because you have a lot of the people, partner or people that will make affiliate, and they're, you know, especially with partner, that's a guaranteed income. Might not be a lot, but when they hit partner, that's pretty much, you know, they're going to get paid. Affiliate, you still got to pretty much work at it. Uh, Panhandle. Yeah. Pretty much with the what they're probably doing and in especially with their partners because one yes they're trying to pocket change wise that's affiliates it's like having a pocket full of quarters and you're trying to get rid of them they got too many quarters they're trying to lighten the load with the with the partners it's pretty much like having an empty wallet they're like (laughs) they open their wallet and they're like okay we have no money (laughs) we gotta we gotta keep some of the money in here and there's a lot of them that are just getting paid but they might stream like twice a month once a month and then they come in and you got all these affiliates who are active they have a set schedule they stick to their schedule they're producing this amazing content they're grinding it out and then new game update drops and this partner who may not have streamed for oh my god i know god how knows how long comes into this community that's already established and sucks up the views yeah they did that on gears it was it was horrifying yeah and it's like you know it's it sucks them up and then they always cry oh no we're not you know sucking up views it's no that's what happens because you're a big name people as soon as they click you're going to be at the top of the list they see the purple check mark and it's like ooh, partner there i go and that's where they stay and then when that person's done uh and this is the thing partners 
pass to partners or they don't pass at all <laughs> they just end the stream yeah. so they just pass to their homeboy who passes it back and it's like those viewers just sit at like the top of the pool and go back and forth until they went whittle out and you know disperse for themselves to either someone else or you know it the stream comes to an end they're just like okay i'm done with twitch for the day so why i think it's also working the other way is where i've seen some who may have not had a lot before and this is me personally today's a pretty decent example of that i would average if i was lucky on a good day maybe five and this is with yeah. me you know being consistent having set schedule where today out of the blue i averaged eight and higher i think i capped it what 15 you can't yep. 15 or 16. Yeah. Sent it to us earlier. Where before the, the apocalypse, I stayed in the single digits. I haven't done anything okay. different. I haven't, you know, I mean, I've gotten active with other streamers in the community, but even when they would bring their community over, my number would still stay pretty much baseline and the same. So it might be working the other way. Maybe they're trying to see who is aggressively active compared to those who are subpar meeting the bare minimum may i shred your thin paper uh theory for a minute it's a <laughs> I little mean, tiny that's, bit that's why i said it's super no 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 I, I won't i i won't it's just just tears hard out. i know no <laughs> the kind words you have for them i'm going to shred but i'm actually going to do uh, a sort of um like a catch-up so the last time the very first time i've ever been here um we did talk about uh black smite and we talked about harassment and things like that i'm not going to get into that but i i did tell you on that that last podcast um that i had complained to them but i, I never heard anything back yeah well i got i got a message back from twitch support would you like to hear what they said oh yes please. i got it i got it yesterday no actually i got it on friday sorry okay so and it's very short this is in response to me explaining that I have been uh, sexually and racially attacked and harassed uh, on my stream. And this is their response. Hi, Nikia Nightshade. I'm sorry for the delayed response and understand that it's frustrating for you to have been waiting so long. If you no longer need help, that's great news. However, if you do still require assistance, please reply back to this email with the below information if you haven't already provided it. And we will get back to you shortly. And then it's just a bunch of shit they want from me. And then it says, thank you. Have a nice day. Smiley face. This is an automated response. Please respond to reopen the case. Wow. So they just ignored you. So they ignored it. That's that's all it was. So and even by the way, wasn't that uh, from like message. three months ago? Yeah. So for it to be an automated response. Four months. Four oh, months. Oh, I knew wow. it's been a while. I just okay. couldn't remember how far back it was. Okay, well that tore that tore the little bail I was giving them, like not even in a you straight line. Like it's a Hachi. what? <laughs> look, 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 look. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. And and <laughs> I try to give a little bit of glimmer of hope, even in the darkest. And I mean, and, and yeah, I mean, there's 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 some. I want to believe in them shifting the order of things uh i do i really really do will it benefit all of us absolutely not i don't i wouldn't be surprised if they pull a youtube where once i hit the point where i could monetize a few months later they raised the bar and then i was below the requirement yeah. again 
like after crunching out 50 something videos on a full work schedule and you know doing the minute got them you know i think it was what was it before was it it was videos and i want to say subscribers or it was like a smaller watch time and then it skyrocketed to like you know thousands of hours and then it was like are oh, you talking be... about the first time we were doing everything yeah, it was something when... okay like, yeah, it was, we had to put out, because I think me and you had to push out, like, what, 25 videos, had yeah. to have, like, 20 subscribers or something like that, was, and I can't remember was, how many views. It was doable numbers, it was a bit of work, but we did it, we got the, uh, we hit it, and they were like, congratulations, you can monetize the channel, and I think I had it monetized maybe two months, and then all of a sudden they were like, we're raising the bar. Now you've got to have thousand this, thousand that, and I'm like, oh, that was uh, oh. two years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh. So. Well, okay. To explain the context behind it, what would happen was, Itachi would put out shooters and RPGs. I would put out videos of fighters, of online fighters, right? Mm -hmm. And it worked for like two, three months for us. It was. We would put out at least like two videos every two to three days, right? Yeah. And then probably, I still to this day probably have about a hundred gigs worth of just different games I was playing. Just that we were putting on this YouTube channel. And one day he gets the email stating, oh, nah great that y'all did that great that y'all were sitting here getting 5900 views for your videos but guess what the bar Shit has been you. raised yeah yep. you can't be paid anymore start over have a good life and i was just like that's when i walked away from youtube i was like yeah a lot well, of people put out yeah. a video ever since yeah well that happened I, I actually know exactly when that happened that was in uh january february of 20 I want to say 16, 17. It's been about two or three years that it happened. I was still, yeah, I was still living in Hawaii when it happened. So it was probably 16 or 17 sounds right. It was around there. And I know because I have friends, um, I have a friend who he works at Saturday Night Live and he does parodies. I want to say friend and someone I know. And he does parodies and all these things. He had videos with millions of views. He used to be huge on YouTube. And over the years, his viewership went down systematically because they were doing it to get rid of him. He's gay. He does comedy that's very blue. They didn't want him there. And so they did exactly what you guys are talking about. And this is someone who has 10,000 subscribers and has millions of views already in the pocket and made them so much money and they never cut that off but i can tell you as somebody who's made millions of views myself they don't give you anything they give you nothing yeah and so when they did that he was like are you kidding me i didn't reach the quota for this particular year after everything i've done and he's like i'll never do another video for them and he hasn't he's done yeah. stuff on instagram facebook you name it but he won't touch youtube and i uh sort of missed that little bit of a, the calling there but they got me uh, this year because I hadn't been putting out stuff and so they're like oh you fell underneath your quota time to take away your your thing I'm like I've been with you I've been a partner for 10 years 
Like, yeah. like if I'm not doing something, maybe it's your fault because you're not ever, they don't offer you anything on YouTube. They don't offer to help advertise you. They don't do anything. They're just like, give us all your content, work for free, and maybe we'll cut off a few dollar bills for you. They want over a thousand dollars. Just if you do try to have them promote you, they want over a thousand dollars just to get you maybe like a couple, like not even a thousand views. I think when I when I just yeah. put the number in, I think because I actually had them promote me. I used to use YouTube Buddy and to run everything, help create the thumbnail, make a catchy title, do all the tags. None of the stuff in the end. I know they were like, you know, a lot of big Twitch streamers like, oh, use YouTube, then bring that audience over. Maybe before all of that, it worked. Now it doesn't work uh, because. Yeah. I would watch my video analytics and it seemed like if they thought I was growing, it would just, I just guess I never popped up on anyone's radar. Cause people say, oh, I never got a notification that your thing was on, but I turned the bell on and I'm like, wow, there's nothing I can do about it. It's like, okay, YouTube just doesn't want my videos to be found. And I was like, all right, well maybe how much to promote to, you know, I think I was like a hundred dollars. They might maybe put me out to like 300 people. Yeah. Maybe. And it would just be like anyone. So it didn't even have to be because they had already pretty much put the gaming YouTube in the corner that by then we were already in a corner. So it was just yeah. like, oh, we'll we'll advertise you. We've done our part. If they don't click, that's that's on them. And I'm like, but you're giving it to people who don't care. And I know you're doing it on purpose because the gaming community is way over there. <laughs> yeah. And it was such a fucking struggle, though, because like even though we put out all these videos, even though we put out all this content, for what though? Like me being able to access that YouTube page and edit things and actually put the videos on myself, I still couldn't find those fucking videos. It was, it was if hard. I went to my personal YouTube to find it. Yeah. Like I had to copy the link that I knew it was gonna be under to send to myself just so I could view the videos later. Oversaturation has a lot to do with everything we're talking about because now everybody wants to be uh, whatever online, right? That's yeah. that's basically the future. I mean, if you look at things, and that's another thing I talk about, <laughs> I'm plugging again. <laughs> I'm welcome to hell on Halloween starting this Friday. Um, th one of the things that, they, that, that I touch on is AI and how AI is going to take over our jobs, our sex life, our friendships, everything. And so they're going to be robots. Not the sex. Cyberpunk 2077. I fully intend on having a, a robot sex doll made in my likeness before I die. So, and I, and, and well, then that's my goal. I, I want to live as AI. I want to be like in your phone. I want to be like your Alexa. Like I, that's my, like, I love for that shit. So the thing is, is that th that's taking over what we do in, real life so then we have to find other avenues this is why so many people stream is because there's so little to do i mean who wants to cook burgers who wants to stand and greet people at walmart they don't but they can go and play a video game or chat or do a makeup diy and they can make money doing that so everybody's doing it and so it's oversaturated and that's why you're seeing that downturn in viewership. And I know from ex uh, experience, because I have over 6,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel. I have like 40 views on a video I post this morning. And when I had like maybe a thousand, maybe even less than that way back, like in 2010, I would post a video and have easily 5,000 views within like a few hours. And then they'd go like up to 20. I mean, I have videos 
that have half a million or more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was so different. And I have to believe that oversaturation plus the corporatization of YouTube play, they're like hand in hand. Yeah. And so, and that's what's going to happen with Twitch. So you guys, are, you guys got to like push out that shit now because we're lucky we're already in the door. Everybody else that's like, oh, I want to be on Twitch now. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. It's going to be a struggle bus. It's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. So that's why I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, one day I get the email Twitch has changed their affiliate requirement status. You must now have a thousand followers and have this much in you know because the concurrent viewership that number skyrockets from affiliate to partner so it's like you go from three to 75 and the math is already weird as is and yeah so i wouldn't be surprised if that came in the uh in the email one day like all these changes like i say sounds good Give it a few months, see how it pans out, see if they actually start, you know, helping. If they sift the pool, go from the bottom, bring it to the top and keep sifting it. You know, because <laughs> right now, because Mixer is still new, they can do that. They have no problem bringing their low viewership streamers to the top because, you know, they're trying to gain that popularity. And by doing that, they're appealing to the people on Twitch that aren't getting enough they're like oh i'm not getting viewers here i'll jump ship go to mixer mixer grows in popularity becomes more of a competition for twitch so they're benefiting from doing that right now where you know twitch is just pretty much doing a Fortnite, and if we're we're doing a comparison twitch is Fortnite, mixer's apex mixer came up with something and twitch is like oh well yeah we'll just copy that (laughs) right right and get our people that you know they'll come back like that what's that thing they have now that you can earn like oh yeah the the coin the coin currency that uh there but theirs is so horrible twitch's is not that great i don't i don't mixers is still better i don't they didn't give that to me i i still only see it on a handful of people's channels and i'm like i think it's west coast only right now Oh, well. Yeah. Because a few channels I popped in that I thought I would see it. (laughs) That I thought I would see it in. I haven't seen it in. And most of them have been East Coast. So I'm like, okay, it must be a West Coast thing. I think everybody is supposed to get it uh, early next year, if I recall. But we'll see how well that pans out. Yeah, I don't don't have a lot of of confidence in that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yo, I think we'll be fine without that. That's that's fine. That's that's quite all right. But alas, we are at the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. It's in another week in the back. This is episode 13. 13. 13 wow. episodes, mm-hmm. guys. Yes, we have been trucking along. So before we wrap things up, Nikia, would you be so gracious as to let the listeners know how they can find you, reach you, to see you on stream? your youtube channel again please let them know well you can always google nakia nightshade all one word and you will find me i'm on instagram under the same name and i'm on twitter now under the same name i actually changed my handle on twitter to nakia nightshade oh nice and um and then youtube i've owned for so long i can't change it uh it's chasing me <laughs> all one word 
and um, I'll be posting the full episodes of Halloween on YouTube, and I'll be post, you know, I'll show clips of it on Twitter, um, excuse me, Twitch, and I will be horror gaming from now until Halloween, and <laughs> probably after Halloween anyway. <laughs> so, but I appreciate you having me here, and I hope you guys like what I have in store. Yes, yeah, we will definitely, definitely check it out. To it. Yes, yes, yes. Nope. Thank you for joining us again, guys. If you want to help support the podcast check out the patreon page patreon.com forward slash itachi266 we do also have a premium podcast exclusive to the patreons only that comes out once a month we are actually going to be doing that this week and you guys don't want to miss out also you can find me as well on twitch.tv forward slash itachi266 anyway you guys be safe out there we will catch you in the next episode Later, Night everybody. everybody. See ya. Toodles. <laughs> I was waiting. What's up, everyone? Itachi266 here. Did you enjoy that podcast? If so, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Itachi2661 and Instagram at Itachi266TTV. Also, think about becoming a patron and help support the channel at patreon.com slash Itachi266. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or Acast for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.